0: Want to go on a road trip? Then hitch a ride with Hayley. Would you go with me If we were lost in fields of clover Wednesdays, 10am UK time on Line Dancer Radio.
1: where you
2: And good morning. It is Wednesday morning, so this is Hayley Wheatley, and it's time for Hitch A Ride with Hayley. How are we doing today, everyone? What a funny old week it's kind of been. Of course, the whole world has watched, haven't they, this Meghan and Harry interview on Oprah. What do you think about that, Hey, eh? I mean... Are we on their side, or are we on the Royal side, or does there even have to be a side? Of course, Piers Morgan has quit his job on Good Morning Britain. He has walked out. He walked out of the studio. He is clearly not a Meghan Markle fan. And then to top off this crazy week, we had technical issues here on LDR this morning, Uh, a gremlin in the works, so to say. But well done, Willie Brown, who kept us entertained. He jumped on, and he kept going, and he's kept us busy till 10. Uh, He's fantastic. So how are we doing? How? What do you think of all these debates? Um, of course, we'll start our trip with a little bit of gossip and a little bit of how are you, because I like to do it that way. I'm going to jump straight into the chat room to see which hitchhikers we have on board today and just see how we're doing. Any comments here to read? And hello, Sandra. Great to have you with us. Sandra is here, and so is Joan Ord. Daniel Dykemans is with us. He's saying hey, Haley, and all. Welcome to Jim Stankovich And Jim is saying good morning from an almost springtime US. S. Am I guessing from that, Jim, that the snow is clearing up where you are? Uh, Certainly it's looking a little brighter here, although still a bit wet and dismal in the north of England. Uh, Marion McDowell is with us too. She's saying good morning everyone. Fingers crossed the technical issues are all gone. I sure hope so Marion. It has been a fun sort of morning, a fun sort of week as I said. So what better to do than pick up our bags and travel to somewhere a little bit warmer and a little bit fresher. Today, I'm going to take you off to India. Now, uh, everyone kind of knows about the big cities in India, but we're going to explore some of the smaller sites for maybe a memorable trip. I want to take you all over the place this morning and I'm so pleased if you can hitch a ride with me. Uh, Certainly it'll take us away from the dismal weather where I am. What is the weather like where you are, guys? Is it as miserable as the north of England for me? Uh, Just coming into the chat room again, I can see more comments popping up. Great to see. Um, Jim is saying, nope, didn't watch a single second of the Meghan and Harry interview. Probably a good thing, actually. Uh, Suzanne is with us as well, Suzanne Dingwall. Good morning, Hayley, and fellow listeners, 8.30pm here in Adelaide, tuned in while card making. That sounds brilliant, Suzanne. Uh, so so talented. I'm not crafty at all at things like that. I'm terrible. Uh, good morning, Marion Armstrong. Lovely to have you with us. Good morning, Jane Wright. Morning, Hayley, from a miserable, cold, and windy Mechanic. Ah, that's what I like to hear, Jane. (laughs) Not miserable and wet is that that miserable and wet is good, but it makes me feel better that it's so miserable and wet here if it's the same for you. I feel a little bit appeased (laughs) by the fact it's the same for everyone. Oh, so cold and wet here. Sandra Burns is saying Haley, Meghan Harry, the royals couldn't care less. Ah, probably a good attitude to be to be fair. Let them get on with it. Uh Suzanne is saying it's raining here in Adelaide, South Australia. Oh, we tend to think of it being so uh warm. But uh rain is good, rain is good. Um and Marion is also saying she didn't watch the interview but turned it over and got hooked. Uh, Don't think the interview should have been done, but that's just my opinion she says, Um, and I think a lot would share that opinion, Marion I have my own thoughts on it, I'm not going to share them on air, uh, risk of being a little too Piers Morgan-esque but certainly it was interesting to watch, it really was and Joan Ord is saying she recorded the interview but she's not watched it yet Ah, Linda Lee is with us too she says, hi Hayley and everyone, I've only seen a few clips of the interview, not impressed. I will not be listening to the whole thing, nor will I follow up on the latest about it. Looking forward to your tracks. Thank you, Linda. Yeah, it gets a bit too much, doesn't it? It gets a bit too much. I mean, here I am talking about it, and we have better things to do. We're going to go to India, but um, it is great to, to know your opinions on this. Now, as we start out our journey in India, I couldn't help but pick this one. I know it's a cliche track. It's a Maggie Gallagher dance. You probably know which one I'm about to play, but I just love it, and it makes me think of Bollywood dancing. And uh, the aura that we can get from India, ah, it is Jai Ho. J-Ho, Gif's coming up in the chat room. I'm guessing you like that one as much as I do. Ah, it's a fab tune. I remember when I had my dance school, dancing that one with my young kids. Uh, I actually taught a Bollywood workshop, which I don't know anything about Bollywood, but I guess that's the fun of uh, teaching kids. You just got to sometimes roll with it. Um, (laughs) It went really well, actually. We learned some moves. I was learning as I was teaching. Great fun. And today I'm going to take you on an imaginary two-week trip to India. Um, now, if we throw out the main Indian bucket list, instead we're going to dodge the big cities. If there's some something India is known for, it's for life-changing experiences. Um, you hear this from everybody who's been. It's quite amazing to go and see this. However, it's wise to home in on one area instead of trying to cover its myriad of temples, beaches, mountains, deserts and forts in just two weeks. It's home to a vast wealth of cultures. And, of course, the cooking is exquisite there and the majestic sights. India is best experienced at a gentle pace, so you can slip in and be carried along by all the wonders it has to behold. Uh, We have visited India in a past week, but I do like to nip back to places, sometimes with more facts, sometimes with less. I'm going to tone down the facts a little bit this week um, because I got loads for you next week, I must say. I'm going to just come and see how we're doing in the chat room. As I say, loving all those Jai Ho gifs there. It was a great dance, wasn't it? Um, I'm glad Maggie did that one. She brought such a flair to that choreography. And Marian is saying in the chat room, India sounds much more interesting than Meghan and Harry would love to visit one day. Agree. Sandra Burns is saying, In my honest opinion, Um, Going back to Meghan and Harry, if you're going to the press and sharing everything in the world, then your motives are not pure. I do not agree with sharing private issues with the public on TV, the papers, or hey, on Facebook either. Whether you are famous or not, don't air your dirty laundry in public. Rant over. I secretly love the rant, Sandra. Thank you for that comment. Uh, A lot of good points in there. Suzanne is saying slumdog millionaire. Indeed it is. That is what uh, the movie that that particular track comes from. Great movie. I haven't watched that one in such a long time. Judith Kennedy is saying good morning Haley, and everyone. Hayley I don't know how you think of all the brilliant ideas week after week. <laughs> thank you Judith. I think you're a little biased I must say. Um, great dancing gifs coming up too and we have Willie Brown in the house with us. Morning Haley. Can you please thank everyone again on my behalf for staying with me until I could start my show. I sure can Willie. I think it's a testament to how much we love to wake up with Willie on the morning. (laughs) That did sound wrong, me saying that. Um, But yeah, fantastic job. Once again, Willie, I just want to congratulate you on coming back from that fantastically today. Uh, It's not easy at our end if you have technical difficulties. And uh, Willie was amazingly professional as usual this morning. So thank you to everyone who stayed tuned on Willie's behalf. Sarah Gelkinin is saying love, J-ho. Uh, hi, Haley and hi, everyone. All right, so we're going to stay in India for now. I'm going to take you around a little bit. We're just going to talk about the sites. If anyone has ever seen anything in India they would like to visit, or if anyone has ever been, I'd love to hear about it in the chat room. I have always, always wanted to visit Taj Mahal. It's on my bucket list. I'm not going to look at that point, those points to Today we're going to kind of just outskirt a little bit because we did all that on the last show that we visited India in. But anything you would love to add, I would love to hear it. Now when I think of Indian choreography, I think of one particular lady, the beautiful Monica Bassin, uh, who is a choreographer from India. She's done some amazing stuff and she's an amazing writer too, if you ever read any of her line dance articles. I was very honoured that she chose to write one on me. And she's choreographed this one with Rob Fowler and Elaine Cook a great track and the dance is called Show Me Your Lights That one, Video Vox, and the dance is called Show Me Your Light, choreographed by Monica Bassine, Elaine Cook, and Rob Fowler. Okay, hitchhikers, I'm going to jump back into the chat room just to see how we're going on. We've been talking about Meghan and Harry this morning and about India. It's a bit of a mixed bag, our topic of discussion today, and also the problems this morning too. So let me see what you guys are saying. Uh, let me welcome Antoinette uh, into the chat room. Hi Haley, and all listening, she says. Judith Kennedy is saying, regarding the Sussexes, at the Queen and Prince Philip's age, especially with Prince Philip's health problems, I think they could do without all this stress. I hope the huge fat check Harry and Meghan got for doing the interview made it worth their while. Actually, they said at the beginning of the interview, uh, Oprah asked, uh, said to Meghan, you're not getting paid for this, right? But it's been researched that they've been getting some very fruitful deals because of the interview in connection to it. So I mean, you don't know what to think, do you? It's a tricky one, I know. Ross Brown is saying, good morning, Haley and fellow listeners. Looking forward to today's trip to India. Just getting set up with you all in the background. Hope you're well. Of course, stay with us. Ross will be on at 12 as soon as I finish. Linda Lee is saying, I've only been to India once. Linda, that's one more time than I've been. Uh, She says she went for safari to see the tigers, and she did see them. That would be absolutely amazing. Joan Ward is saying, I would love to visit India sometime. Dave Morgan is saying, good morning, Hayley. He's saying, yes, an eventful morning getting us back up and running. Of course, Dave. Now, I've said it before, but we work so hard on this radio station as presenters uh, with our shows. We put our all into it. But what you don't see is all that admin work that goes on in the background. And let me tell you, there is mountains of it. Um, And I don't know how they do it. Uh, Dave and Debbie Morgan do so much work in the background. And I think that that's put a lot of responsibility on your shoulders this morning, Dave. Thank you so much for your professionalism and hard work getting us up and running so that I can be here with you this morning, guys. Uh, Thanks a lot, Dave and Debbie. Uh, Andika Jordan is with us. She says, good morning, Hayley and all listeners. Greetings from sunny Switzerland. Ah, It's nice to hear somewhere sunny. I like to hear it's rainy. It makes me feel better about my place, but I like to hear it's sunny too. Uh, Andika is saying, I love Indian music and Bollywood films. Love it. She loves that track we've just played, that Show Me Your Light track. So we are going around India. I'm going to talk about some of the things we can do on our little imaginary trip. I'm going to lay low some of the facts this week. I know sometimes they can get very um, numerous and uh, a little bit to take. Um, And of course, next week is my 50th anniversary show. It'll be my 50th show next week. So you're going to get facts galore, trust me. Now, most India first-timers start in the north and embark on the celebrated golden triangle of Delhi, Agra and Jerusalem. Hoping for a best exotic marigold hotel experience at palace hotels and a moonlit Taj Mahal. Uh, I was talking about the Taj Mahal. I would just love to visit there. Uh, We had some facts on that one on our last show. Um, one great thing to do around that area is trawling all the bazaars there. You can find some wonderful silver jewellery in that area, uh, all sensational things. But we're just here for for two imaginary weeks, so this is not going to satisfy our inner Judy Dench yet. We're saving that for another time. Um, here we are watching thick-petalled frangipani float in the pool while fishermen haul their longboats up the beach. Dare I say, I could definitely get used to this slower pace of life. Now, here's how we can get to this area. We would fly into, and I hope my pronunciation is even close, Thiruvananthapuram. Theruvan, I did practice it and I've forgotten it. Thiruvananthapuram. Theruvanthamp- Something like that. <laughs> Thiruvanat Thiruvananthapuram. We check into the Vericat Heritage Hotel. (laughs) I'm I'm not too bad with some pronunciations, others, that was certainly a tongue twister. Uh, We're going to have a homestay in the centre of this town. Uh, Now, all antique rosewood furniture and low-hanging fans and a lush orchard garden is going to be the first things we see when we go to this hotel on our trip. It's run by the charming Colonel Roy Concheria, whose housekeeper whips up simple meals that are perfect For the uninitiated Indian travellers, a 10-minute ride in an auto rickshaw, and I'd always love to do this, go in the rickshaws, will get you to the nearest temple. And again, see if I can pronounce this one, it's Sri Padmanabhasawami. (laughs) but once you get there you will gawp at its spectacular golden tower anyone in the chat room better with their Indian translations than me (laughs) I'm gonna go back to Spanish translations (laughs) I'm better at those Um, as is common in South Indian temples only Hindus are allowed inside but it is worth heading there circling the edges to watch the garland markers threading wet jasmine into coils beautiful to watch them do this and you can buy the fresh strings at one pound and they can be wound around a beautiful ponytail so if you have long hair Uh, you can put one of these in and they look stunning you can admire the carvings of jetting hips and clasped hands on what is claimed to be the richest shrine in the world in 2011 five of the six underground vaults were opened to reveal piles of gold coins from 200 BC and diamonds worth more than a hundred million pounds The sixth, which remains closest, is believed to be made of solid gold and guarded by serpents and requires a secret mantra to open it. So this area just sounds lovely. It's where we're heading first. Anna, uh, hey, if you want to eat out here, you might want to dine in town. You can try somewhere called Villa Maya. I always talk about places to eat because I like to get hungry. I'm always ready for my lunch on a Wednesday. Uh, you can go get some mains for about twelve pound, and you'll have a feast of a time at fashionably presented, Kero- uh, with as fashionably presented Carolyn dishes are brought to you in the grand setting of a Dutch manor dating from the seventeen hundreds. It all sounds so rustic I love it I'm going to play you another song here I was talking about Monica being such a fabulous choreographer Monica Bassin is from India uh, so it seems apt that we pick her dances out while we head here first and this is one that I just love the dance is called good things take time and it's such a true kind of mantra there within that because certainly good things they do take time
3: Words can make a rhyme A boy
4: will turn into a man Good things just take time but Don't give up Don't give in That hill was made to climb With some food and fortitude You will be just fine Greatest worth It's waiting gold Really ain't worth the time Stand for the long, long haul Good things just take time
3: can be a saint
5: A brick can be a temple A lead can be a chain Some notes can be a love song steel can be
4: a chime A moment can last forever Good things just take time Don't give up, don't give in That hill was made to climb With some food and fortitude You will be just fine Good things just take time. Good
3: things just take time.
2: Good things just take time. Good things just take time. Even an applause at the end. Okay, guys, what do you think of that dance? Isn't it great? Joan Ord in the chat room has shared a photograph of the Gaither vocal band Good Things Just Take Time. Yep, that's who's singing it. Great tune, eh? And Ross Brown is saying, this one sounds a lot like Stevie Wonder's Part-Time Lover. At first, I thought it was just a cover. Um, I'm going to have to listen back to that song and see what you mean, Ross. Thanks for that suggestion. Joan Ord is saying she loves this track. Now, Andika is saying in the chat room, I love Indian food so much. We, uh, We like to couch surf and I've had many Indian visitors who've cooked for us. Yummy, yummy. And of course we always go back to food. The last thing I discussed was Indian food in the chat room where we can go and get a great bite to eat when in the area as we're traveling here. And uh, it makes me ask, do you guys... Uh, like Indian food because it can be quite an acquired taste. I've also heard that when you go to India, it will taste very different to the Indian takeaway or the Indian restaurant food we get here in the UK or that you get in the United States. Um, I wouldn't know because I've never been to India. If anyone can confirm this, I'd love to hear it. But of course, is it spicy food that you like you can get certain dishes that are spicy certain that are non-spicy so guys are we team spicy in the chat room would you opt for something burn your mouth off-esque or would you go for something nice and mild like a lovely creamy korma i love a tikka masala and i know this is a mild one i don't mind spicy i don't like it too hot how about you guys would you choose spicy would you choose non-spicy Uh, We say it every week, we're splitting teams. Who's on the spicy team? Who's on the non-spicy team? So while we've been in India, we've kind of around the Taj Mahal area. We've had a gawp at these temples. We found all that hidden treasure and we dined out. Now from here you could embark on a temple tour of Tamil Nadu which borders Kerala. Instead we're going to proceed up to Samathiram for seven days of rest and recuperation. Now, I don't know if you're like me, I'm busting for a spa day at the moment and they're all shut over here in the UK but uh, we can go for a nice imaginary one in India at the moment. We're going to check in with sore aching bones and we're going to check out with muscles like putty aglow that you could li- that could light up the dark. Uh, primed by media images of honking traffic, saris, spices and cows in the road. Uh, people always have this particular image of India, but it is a great place to relax. It's somewhere you can really go and enjoy if you head out there. You may be suffocated by the heat, But Kerala, where we're touching down in at the moment, is not known as God's own country for nothing. The southern state is cool and green, and uh, we can be lulled into a stupor by the flapping fronds and the light smell of the eucalyptus in the air. Uh, A great thing to do is to step onto the Nizamuddin Express train. Really cheap to get on this if you're heading on that train there. It's about £2. Uh, You can go to uh, Trivandrum. Trivendrum Central and uh, get up there we can clatter up to the coast on board of this and uh, a traditional houseboat is a great thing to do out there too. You can book these. You can get like a double houseboat from about £160 and this would be full board. and that can ply the backwaters of the lakes there. Lake Vembanad is a lovely one to look out onto. Propped up on a pile of cushions, we're going to chill out here guys. Let's take some time out. We're going to do the spa, the houseboat, the train. It's all about relaxing in India today as we hit here. Uh, We can just hear the splish splash of waters against the hull as we cruise on our boat past villages watching herons pick their way along the banks before anchoring for lunch and it will be a wonderful lunch because we are in India and again I'm just checking in do you like Indian food are we good with this what would you order if you could do you have a special Indian dish you always go to on board our chef is going to lay us out a banquet of fried masala prawns pearly kingfish so fresh that it gleams and brass Pots filled with grated beetroot, gourds, and sweet mango. And uh, while we're here, we'll just crack the top off two frosty Kingfisher beers. We're going to sit back and chill for our next track. All right. I want to hear if you like Indian foods. I'm going to look in the chat room after this next track. This one is called Made in India. It sounded perfect. Last time I pa- played this on a show, um, the choreographer, the beautiful Amy Christian, came and said, Hayley, don't you know that I do actually have Indian heritage? Um, she she has um, ancestors that come from India. So this Made in India is just perfect for her. I can't actually remember if she said she was born there or somewhere else, but certainly um, she has Indian heritage. And we're going to talk about this a little bit on next week's show too, about cultural profiling and uh, it's going to be quite an interesting one it sounds quite boring but I promise you I'll make it interesting Um, and as we switch from that Amy is a wonderful, wonderful choreographer she's done some great stuff and this track is just testament to that
0: join Ross on his travels, Wednesday 12pm, here on Line Dancer Radio. Do you miss Line Dancer magazine? Then get ready to go back in time. Timelines with Dave Morgan. Mondays 9pm UK time exclusively on Line Dancer Radio. Bringing you the hottest dances from Asia. Join Philip, Tuesdays, 12 to 2 p.m. for Asia In Line, the heart of Asia.
6: This is Heather Barton. Hi, this is Dave Morgan. Adrian
0: Checkley. Eddie Drummond. Robert Lindsay. Tina Herger.
7: Nikki Napier. Nick Goodman. Michael Lynn. Alexis Strong. Ross Brown here. Sabrile Philip Jean. Molly Brown. Jenny Bradshaw.
2: Mike Stringer. This is Hayley Wheatley. Kathy Hudson. It's party time. It's every Friday, Friday night from 8 to
4: 10pm. PM. Join, Join us on the LDR,
8: LDR
2: After the Dark. And, and let's have some fun. Let's get this party started. Woo! Yay! And remember this Friday night you have Willie Brown doing the after dark. That's going to be great. Uh, I had great fun on Friday and you can catch a different DJ every Friday night. They're great fun. You must join in for them. I'm chatting about India in the chat room. That's where we are heading down in now. We're just doing some of the kind of fun things in India rather than looking at too many facts. And I was asking about Indian food. Do you like Indian food? And if you do, do you like it spicy or not spicy? What would be your choice? Team spicy or team not spicy? I'm going to hit back into the chat room with you hitchhikers and just find out what you like and what you don't like. We've also been talking about the Meghan and Harry thing. Um, We can't not. It's just on everyone's lips at the minute. Um, Although many, Many are sick of this. Um, it's not necessarily a good thing. It's on everybody's lips. Uh, Jane Wright is saying, "I watched the Sussex interview. I feel it was exaggerated. I can't believe she went into the relationship with Harry and the royal family without doing research into what would be expected of her and how her life would be and how to even curtsy." Actually, Jane, my my fourteen-year-old daughter said the same. She's like, "There's no way. The first thing I would do, even at fourteen, she said, was to research this. Unbelievable." Uh, did seem a little far-fetched uh, she said she was a friend of Fergie too so yep. Yeah, how did she not know this she says as far as the skin color of the baby is concerned who didn't wonder how dark or light skinned he'd be there is absolutely nothing racist about that in my opinion I don't believe anyone didn't think or say about it Oprah is an actress as is Megan I'm sure there were problems but all stories have two sides and I don't think her majesty would air her dirty linen in public Mm hmm. So uh, also checking in back to the food subject, Dave Morgan is saying, I love tandoori. Yum, yeah, me too. And Deku is saying, I love all kinds of Indian food, also spicy. Sinead is saying, hi, Hayley and everyone. Got you on speakers while getting a few things done before the chiropractor and special training day today. Oh, that sounds interesting. A special training day. She says, I hope you're all well and enjoying your day. And some of the little emojis that come after make me think it's a bit chilly over there in Norway too, Sinead. Um, Antoinette is saying a point worth noting I am seeing so much hatred and condemnation for the Sussexes in social media and by so many judges and juries how many of them really know them personally and what they have been through have the same people walked in their shoes are your views not perhaps a successful manipulation by the press and media you believe what you have read and heard and the press have certainly vilified Meghan constantly and viciously is this not brainwashing of the highest order Surely more compassion and empathy is needed in the world. Certainly food for thought there. Antoinette. Sandra Burns is saying, uh, Antoinette agreed. I don't read the papers, watch the news, or read anything about them or anyone else. So I have no opinion. They are not anything to do with me. So I don't bother with them. Antoinette is saying that she's shocked at the state of the media we trust. And to give us the truth, sadly, it's non-existent. I tell you one thing I noted about the interview is that put forward were some very big negatives in the papers in the media about Megan and and very big positives about um, Kate and for me it hit home because they were actually often different papers if you if you research this um, some of the papers are very positive about both and very negative about both and what it was doing is comparing the negative from one side to the positive from another and certainly it's just something that media can do it can manipulate very much so Back to the food subject. I was asking which team you're on. Team spicy, team non-spicy or a third team? No Indian food at all. Uh, I would love to know. Marion is saying team spicy, definitely all the way. Ross Brown, medium spiciness for me. He says, if I was in India, I think I would try the dishes that we don't have here in the UK. Good point. I love to do that when I'm abroad, Ross. I don't know if you're like me. I'll always try something new. Um, even if it's something I don't fancy much, I'll give it a shot. Sandra Burns is saying, I like spicy, but if it's too hot, then you don't really get the taste. You just get your nose running and your mouth burning. Good point. That is the limit for me. When my nose runs, that's too spicy indeed. Um, I was wondering if it was different in India. I've always heard that, that our UK version of Indian food is so different from food over in India. I mean, did you know that Indian food was first brought over in the times of Queen Victoria? It was one of Queen Victoria's favourites. Um, she had a very strong affinity for India. And uh, of course, you have hear the story about her falling for this Indian ambassador And uh, it was one of her foods that she demanded dished up. I always wonder if that then was the Indian food that we know now. I'm sure there must be... A big difference in in, what a couple of centuries later not quite a century and a half later Uh, but that was when Indian food first came to the UK and it has changed of course again on a past show we talked about chicken tikka masala in itself actually being an invention from Scotland it wasn't invented in India at all although masala dishes are Indian the tikka masala was was invented in the UK, uh, and so um, it's great to to read this next comment from Linda Lee. She says, uh, "Firstly, only korma type dishes for me." She said she's not a fan of spicy food, uh, not not at all. But she says yes real Indian food is different. So so this is from Linda who has been to India. She says, not even sure if korma is cooked there at all. And she says, I understand the korma was invented for the less spicy requirements of Europeans, but I may be wrong on that. Does anyone else know? So in our pasture we, we researched the tikka masala, but not the korma. If anyone knows where this was invented, it would be great. Comment in the chat room. I would love to know about it. H.P. Lo is saying, I love Indian food, but not too spicy. He says, I make my own curries. I like to do that too. I like to make my own curries. I really want a curry, an Indian cookbook. I think I'd love to try some new dishes because I can only really make um, some Thai curries and uh, a korma. Um, I can make a lambuna but i really need to work hard on it so we have been touring around india we've been kind of in the kerala area which is is south it's it's below kind of the mumbai goa panaji area and now we're going to have some downtime by the pool but in just a week our imaginary week that we've spent here it's pretty clear that the simple sensuous things have the biggest effect on us from india sated we're going to sail off on that boat again that we were on listening to the swish and thwack of workers shimming up the palms to hack down coconuts. Now from here we can take a short flight from Koki to hippy-happy Goa, ready to explore the inland beauty of the former Portuguese colony. Now even though it India established independence in 1947, it only wrestled back control of Goa in 1961 and the colonial overhang colours, everything from the old blue and white churches to the brightly painted houses in the fountain district of the capital Panaji is something that will capture you. Uh, you, could, you could wander alone but you'd be better off probably taking a two-hour tour you can go with on tour with a company called Make It Happen and these tours are only about £7 and they cover chapels, churches, galleries um, and the confitaria 31 de Janeiro, which is one of Goa's best keep secrets. It's a bakery and uh, the food there is delicious apparently. It's a family owned bakery run by Gletter Mascarenas and uh, it can only fit three customers in there at a time. Actually, probably less now in covid times i don't know what the rules are there but it's hidden down an alleyway and only those that know it is there to can go there and find it. Um, So if you're looking for traditional sweet fried bread and ganache coated Swiss rolls, this particular place is the jewel in the city of Panaji. So if you want to head there for these beautiful tastes, do it. Just a few little tricks uh, when we hit India. I'm not going to stay in India too long, but if you want to go out there and look for somewhere to stay, um, mahutuk.com is the expert site for images and details of original independent properties nationwide uh, which you can go and book direct yourself and if you are heading out to India uh, a lot of tour operators offer places but if you want to hit on those particular sites that I've discussed today make sure you research it yourself and you can book those when you get there. Of course exciting things in the UK Boris Johnson is apparently going to going to announce some price cuts on flights so it may be that we are traveling for real soon very interesting i can't wait to hear about this i'm going to end off our little tour in India with this particular one. I was talking about Amy Christian and her wonderful choreographies and this is one of hers. The dance is called Venus. It's one that was choreographed uh, in August last year 2020. Now this is a great example for me of dances that just kind of will go into oblivion. So many dances that were choreographed within lockdown times haven't got the coverage they deserve. I, for one, when I start my classes, I'm going to be looking through this library of things that we may have missed out on in the last year. This is a nice and easy one. It's one I will definitely be teaching. It is a Bananarama song, and it is getting played today because I want any excuse to play a Rama song. i love bananarama i love that one great choreography there by amy christian i will be teaching that one it's really easy if you want to look up that dance it's definitely worth a teach and uh i've played it in connection because amy christian has her roots in india And that's where we've been today, just chatting about things you can do in that area. And we've been talking, of course, Indian food. My show always comes back to food, drink, Disney, all the same old things, Um, fashion, shopping. (laughs) I'm a bit of a one-track mind. I try to be so culturally uh, diverse, uh, but I still come back to the things I love. And I do like Indian food. I love it. And I was asking if you guys did too. Antoinette is saying in the chat room, medium spicy for me too. Love the spices, but not the killing heat. So she's with me and Ross Brown there on that. Uh, Surati is in the chat room. She says, hi, Hayley Wheatley. Hi, everyone. So nice to finally get to hear you live. And so nice to have you with us too, Surati. Thank you for joining us today on our travels. Now, we were also debating whether Korma actually comes from India. This was one that I haven't researched. I wasn't sure. But Marion is saying in the chat room, Korma is definitely Indian. Uh, we have had some fact-finding from the lovely, lovely Sandra and Joan here. Uh, Sandra says, Haley, Korma has its roots in the Mughlai cuisine of the Indian subcontinent, uh, a characteristic Mughal dish which can be traced back to the 16th century to the Mughal incursions into the region. Very interesting. If you want to look into more of that, Sandra has shared the Wikipedia link too. Uh, Marian is saying she had read that too. Joan is saying Korma has its roots in the Mughal cuisine, it can can be traced back to the 16th century and to the Mughal incursions of the region. So there we go, there we have it—a bit of Korma research today, indeed. Um, I I really hope that I get to travel to India one day. Um, congratulations to anyone that's done it. Uh, Linda has been once, and I bet that was a trip to remember, indeed. I'm going to sit and dream about that now. I've got another track for you. This is a newish one. It's called Lucky Star. This is. Quite Choreographed by Kim Yoon Young Kona and Miko Yamamoto. Uh, Miko actually sent this one to me. I listened to it and I thought, oh, this is a great track. I'm going to play this one on my show. So, congratulations to you guys, Miko and Kim, for this one. Lucky Star. Uh, You can hear remnants of Madonna in that one, indeed, if you thought you did. Yes, you can. Choreographed by two Korean choreographers there. That was Lucky Star, choreographed by Kim Yoon Young, Kona and Miko Yamamoto. Well done on that one, indeed. Um, So, again, I'm coming back to the chat room to see how we're getting on. We've been travelling from India, and we're just going to talk a little bit about travelling now. Uh, Sariati says, greetings from sunny Malaysia. Certainly, there will be sunshine in Malaysia. Malaysia, one of my favourite countries I have visited. Uh great to have you joining us from there. Please send us some of that lovely Malaysian sun over, won't you? Stephen Young is with us. Hi Stephen, how are you? Morning Haley, he says, I'm enjoying listening to your show. I absolutely love banana rama. Someone also wrote a dance to Love in the First Degree. I like a bit of Banana Rama. Don't know if we have anyone listening in from Holland. Has anyone ever been to Dunrell uh, where they have the little banana rama puppets there? They're fantastic. Um great place to head to if you want to go out there. Um, um, we've been talking Indian food too, and Joan Ord is saying, love masala chai tea. It's a black tea with spices and herbs. I'll have to give that one a go, Joan. Um, Sandra is saying, Haley, I didn't think you were old enough to remember Bananarama. Oh, thank you, Sandra. I'll take that one, definitely. Ross Brown's joking. He says, I can't even spell it. Um, great gifs though in the chat room for that particular track as I said any excuse to play a bit of Banana Rama, and it seems we've all enjoyed that one too um, Antoinette is saying my favorite Indian snacks oh yes samosas indeed I love those Antoinette and Bajis but she's saying don't forget all the sweets I don't think I've tried many Indian sweets Um, what what sweets do you get from India Um, and Jim is saying this sounds like Sade covering Madonna, this Lucky Star track Um, so yeah uh, look this one up actually a great track indeed Um, and of course Jim knows Amy Christian we've been talking a lot about Amy Christian in the chat room Um, Jim knows her too, Uh, I can't remember Jim if she said she was born in India or if she just has heritage from India, but either way I had to include a fantastic choreographer and lovely person too, Um, kind of don't like the fact she looks so young, Uh, I don't like it because I'm just jealous is the fact, Um, she looks about 30 and uh, she's about twice that age, so uh, very, very jealous. <laughs> I just want her skin, I really do. Um, not to not to steal it, but uh, I wish I had skin like her, beautiful lady. Now. I also talked a little bit about how Boris Johnson has said he is contemplating cutting flight prices. Now, will this make travel more affordable to us in the UK? And if you're listening from different parts of the world, what are your travel plans when this pandemic situation is over? Are you planning on going anywhere, either to dance events or family holidays or anything? Well, one thing you can do if you need to boost your budget, and I certainly will because I've not been working for ages, is you can make money from holiday snaps. Yeah, it's easier than you think. Uh, You can just sign up with one of the many online picture libraries by sending in a batch of high-resolution JPEGs. Um, They take them in no more than 10 and then they assess your work. Now, you don't need to be David Bailey to be accepted. You just need to make sure your shots are crisp and uncluttered, easy to crop and original. You can't send in anyone else's pics. Now, they aren't going to be short on images of the Taj Mahal but they might not have many of, say, street signs, local to you, or local beaches, or particular park spots, or local museums. So where do you start? Go to smaller New Wave microstock sites, such as Fotalia, or iStockphoto.com, and you can shift large numbers of royalty-free images at low prices. So maybe you are a budding photographer and think, hmm, they may actually like these you just never know the amount you're paid actually varies depending on the package you sign up to and the size and use of the image but you can get anything from a few pence a picture to a couple of pounds per use so this is the same picture per use and meanwhile larger established professional sites such as Alamy.com and jettyimages.com sell fewer pictures for among other things a one-time use can get you quite a bit of money and it's harder to get pictures accepted but if you give it a go you can actually get per picture in the region of £10 to £300 back for your royalties on your picture so give it a go get out there start photographing try and get them online Perfect song after talking about that would, of course, be a bit of Ed Sheeran. Hey, this is Photograph.
1: Loving can hurt. Loving can hurt sometimes. But it's the only thing that I know. When it gets hard, you know it can get hard sometimes. It is the only thing that makes us feel alive. We keep this love in i here loving can make
0: Radio every Sunday, 2.30 to 4.30 p.m. with the It's All About Intermediate Show. Remember guys, every day's a happy day.
2: Uh, That was nice to have a bit of Ed Sheeran there too. Um, We have been in India and I was talking about Amy Christian, a fantastic choreographer. And uh, I was saying about her Indian heritage. I knew she told me a little bit about it, but I have a memory like a sieve. Uh, Jim was confirming it is her heritage. She she does have Indian heritage. And again, he's reminding me, she also wrote to Jai Ho. Um, I talk about... Maggie's hitting here because I do remember dancing it but in the United States it was Amy's that hit all the dance floor and uh, Jim is letting me know it's still a huge floor filler. Uh, over there during event dancing. So great. I'm going to have to learn that one too. Um, I definitely would love to visit America more. Uh, Ross is saying, quote of the day, I want her skin. Mm, yeah, you kind of open my eyes to how weird that sounds now, Ross. Um, I'm, I'm not a weirdo. Well, well, actually I can be. <laughs> I was asking if you guys are travelling. You know, I'm desperate to get out there travelling. I love it. I miss it. I miss travelling for dance. I miss just, just travelling. I do. Uh, Linda Lee is saying, I am planning on visiting Zambia in September she says safaris are my passion Um, the big concern is whether travel will be permitted in and out and of course flight costs and quarantine given airlines have been so badly hit there will probably be a limited route options and I am anticipating a price hike so she says if Boris can help great news and she says PS if I am permitted to go I will just pay the extra happy days Uh, that sounds amazing Linda safaris I have talked a little bit remember one week uh, listeners we went and we did a comparison of safaris within Africa we went to five or six if I remember different safari sites and we looked at the pros and cons And I tell you, it's something that's been on my bucket list forever. Um, I really hope you can get there in September, Linda. Um, You know, I'm jealous. It sounds absolutely amazing. My fingers are crossed for you indeed. Fantastic, fantastic. Um, One place I would love to go more is America. Now, especially even Latin America in these days. As you know, I I am progressing with my Spanish. Uh, I would definitely go to the Spanish-speaking areas. But if you want to head out there, especially from our area in the UK... Do you know, there's there's not many great deals on. Um, and Central America is definitely best visited with a specialist. Just a little tip here as we're talking about South America. I said we would hit down here. And uh, just a few chip, tri- ch- tips. <laughs> trip tips. Trip tips. <laughs> there's a mouthful. If you want to head out there. Um, now, a lot of people think of really far South America and the United States. But there is this area in Central America that is amazing to get to. Beyond Costa Rica, it's relatively new to international tourism and doing it well requires an on-the-ground knowledge that independent travellers or generalist operators may lack. Two companies stand out, both with a broad range of group and independent trips to all seven countries in the region and you can book with them from any part of the world. So wherever you're listening from, You may want to check out these companies if you want to head out for a Central America holiday. Journey Latin America has 37 years' experience and offers the best range of in depth itineraries from Costa Rica wildlife holidays to cruises into Panama. Its 22 day Altheon Central America Discovery Group tour will cost you from around. £2,938 per person. Now this one you have to book your flight on top so it can turn out pricey, quite pricey indeed. Um, But it visits Panama, Costa Rica, Nicaragua, Honduras, El Salvador and Guatemala. While its value Central America individual tour takes in Costa Rica, Guatemala and Belize. Uh, And you can do that from £3,528 per person. This is bed and breakfast, but again your international flights are extra, if that doesn't take your fancy you can go to another company, Central America Revealed. Uh, hit down in centralamericarevealed.co.uk to check out what they have. They have a range of escorted tours too, but what sets it apart is the flexibility and value it offers on bespoke bookings, allowing you to organize as much or as little as you like in advance, whether it's just hotels or all your activities and meals. Its 28-day Central America Revealed trip will cost you around £5,478 per person. Person. this is bed and breakfast but it includes flights from Heathrow in the UK and all your trans- transfers when you get there so that you can visit the region's seven countries how does that sound it sounds pretty good to me so while we're talking about that particular area and all those Latino countries let's have a listen to this particular dance it's Latin lover choreographed by Nina Chen Latin Lover. The song is Latino Lover by Popsy. What a cool track. We have just been talking about being in Central America. I'm just checking if anybody has any travel plans for this year. I'd love to know about them. Uh, Linda has been mentioning about her safaris. It sounds so exciting. Um, I mentioned actually about safaris in a past show. She does say, I missed that show, Haley. Apologies. Uh, We'll check it out. I can't even remember which one it is, but it was one and we had fun going there. Uh, You probably knew all the facts and things I covered anyway. um, If you know that much about safaris, Linda, um, I would love to go on safaris. Uh, maybe you can give us more facts about it for future shows I just would love to do it I think the closest I've been is in Walt Disney World and Animal Kingdom where you do the animal safari there which is pretty cool actually uh, it is all real animals and it gives you a little taste of that I'd love to do it in Africa or somewhere like that um, anyone else have any travel plans please let us know in the chat room Joan Ord is saying looking forward to dancing weekends again oh and CBA awards indeed we are looking forward to the CBAs we have missed them this year and uh, of course if you are planning trips it's hard to know where to go first I mean we're we're out of the mix guys aren't we a little bit and uh, where do you go for advice which brought me to the question about TripAdvisor many people check on TripAdvisor if they should go there but are these reviews reliable does anyone else do this anyone else go and check out the places you're going to well, despite TripAdvisor's assurances that it weeds out the bad ones, or you know, you get the ones which are a little bit uh, biased, there are really, there really are fake reviews out there. Um, even though they deny them, they're there. Um, online investigations agency Quickchecks believes that at least 20% of all TripAdvisor's reviews are fabricated. Now, if you look at the number of them, that makes it about 100 million fabricated reviews and some businesses pay shady reputation management agencies to boost ratings by creating false feedback. Fortunately, most are easy to spot. They're likely to be brief, gushy and vague on details. They may say blandly positive things such as 10 out of 10 will definitely be returning or use jargon such as it has well-sized superior sweets. Most of these are also from bogus accounts, but if you're unsure, click on the profile writer or the writer of the profile. Uh, And while the odd dodgy review can be taken with a pinch of salt, the effect a large volume can have on the site's ranking system is a little more troubling. Thanks to the site's algorithm, it's not just the one to five rating that determines a business's ranking, but the quality and recency of reviews giving fraudsters an incentive to keep the fake ones coming. So if you are checking TripAdvisor, just be careful, guys. They're not all real. Some things are from friends or these fake agencies, and you just don't know if you are using TripAdvisor, the best thing to do is dig deep with your research. Look for things that have a lot of content. So someone who can say, I came here, I stayed in this particular place, this particular thing happened, they're the ones you want to look for. So just weed those out. I was looking, just doing a little bit of research. I was reading up about some trips in the Highlands and um, it just brought a dance into my mind. I want to play this one next because I haven't heard it for such a long time. This was one of the first dances I had printed in Line Dancer magazine. After a little while off, um, I remember putting this one online and Line Dancer magazine contacted me um, and uh, it was Kath who did it then. And she says, you know, I... I love this song, and uh, I hope it does well for you, and I love dancing it. It's Lady Percy. Perfect for travel. Motorbike sounds at the start. Let's go guys.
1: Build you a world to fit like a glove, and there you will rule and be queen. A world with no crying. Bathing in the waters worn by stone, shot with love from volcanoes. drawn in a chariot pulled by Mars, through the ocean, gaming laughing. See horses ride ahead in formation, lady waiting with the information. Dolphins race by what on the time, that you will come back here. Oh, i know, not a lady. God, see, will never come to my show. i have
4: in the highlands racing.
2: me that one that was lady Percy choreographed by uh, myself (laughs) the motorbike just makes it better it really does Um, I'm gonna look that one up online as well I can't even remember the steps now Now, I was asking in the chat room if anyone had travel plans. Uh, Sandra Burns is saying stay home indeed, and Marion McDowell is saying Lindalee, not for me. Definitely don't want to be on a plane, but that's just me. Well, don't you worry, Sandra and Marion, because you can travel with me every Wednesday and you don't even have to get on a plane. Uh, That is the beauty of this show. Uh... (laughs) Jane is saying, sunny Northumberland, booked for the 19th of June. It was transferred from May last year. That's just near me, Jane. You f- you're welcome to pop in for a couple while you're nearby. Joan Ord is saying, uh, we always check out areas and hotels prior to booking. This was just referencing, I was talking about TripAdvisor and whether you can trust the reviews. Well, you can't always, but it's still worth a check, guys. And Antoinette is saying, can't wait to get back to South Africa to see my family and my daughter's wedding and also some sunshine and swimming in the ocean that's not less than 10 degrees wow that just sounds awesome Antoinette Stephen Young is saying hi Haley. I'm hoping to go to Benidorm for 10 days in October because I know there's plenty of line dancing in the area that sounds good to me Stephen Sarah Jelkanen saying, I do a lot of research before I book a hotel. I use many different sources, not just TripAdvisor, and my decision is based more on facts than on reviews. Lots of bad reviews certainly affect my thinking, though. Ah, Good point. No- nobody really fabricates those too much, do they? So you tend to think that the bad ones are probably spot on. But a great idea, Sarah, to check out lots of different sites and compare them. Uh, Joe Nord is saying, I would love to go on an African safari, indeed. And good morning, Eddie Huffman. He says, good morning, Haley. Enjoy your ride and be safe, my friend. Thanks for joining us. All right, we've got to that time of the show where it's time for the Great Explorer Quiz. Of course, we have had six winners already winning our travel packs. Uh, those would be Sandra, Jim, Marion, Sinead, Suzanne and Nina. So although you guys can't win this week, you can still join in with the quiz for fun if you would like to. So... I am going to give you my very first question after this next track. First, I'm going to play you a Will Boss choreography. And this is A Million Memories, which I hope we will create as we go through our show. A Million Memories. My tears still hide
3: a million memories. Today I read the letter that you wrote me. I've kept it in my pocket all these years And I tried to see from your side of the story Cause my tears still hide a million memories I've traveled from Chicago down to Houston I've walked the streets of Baltimore and Bakersfield To try to find an answer to my question But my tears still hide a million memories I've cried so much, my tears could fill an ocean And since you've left, I've traveled many stormy seas tried to mend this heart of mine that's broken. But my tears still hide a million memories just withered and just died there, and now my tears still hide the million memories, I've cried so much, my tears could fill an ocean, and since you've left I've traveled many Stormy seas. And I try to mend this heart of mine that's broken, but my tears still hide.
2: English there with a million memories and the choreography is thanks to Will Boss I've been asking how we are feeling about going away on holidays at the moment. I'm just looking at the comments in the chat room. Jim is saying, should be heading to Fitz, and he's putting brackets, this is fun in the sun, in July and in December, a trip to Disney tied into the Florida Classic in December. I have had both doses of vaccine, so feel a little more at ease with travelling. Certainly, they sound a lot of fun. Linda Lee is saying, okay, for safaris to Africa, South America, India, etc., check out www.safaritalk.net. All members, non-commercial, real travellers, not companies with loads of wildlife travel experience. Not my site, but I am a contributor and a moder- moderator, a source of really valuable and accurate information. This is a fantastic comment, Linda. Thank you so much. Um, and if you are heading on out on Safari or looking for some advisory points on this, Definitely uh, head to that site. The link is there in the chat room if you want to take a peek. Um, I was talking about the Great Explorer Quiz. It's coming up. You know how it works if you are with us for the past few weeks. Three questions. You need three correct answers to win. And the final question is fastest finger first. Now, I know some of the packs are on their way to some of the winners. They are coming, um, obviously, abroad, so bear with us. Uh, When I posted them, the postman boldly said, Well, they'll take a while, and this is thanks to Brexit, he said. Um, So uh, they are on their way to you. Jim, have you got yours yet? Has yours arrived with you yet? Yours is the furthest I've sent so far to America Um, And as I said, if you are a previous winner, you can't win today. Although Jim is saying, oh, this isn't Big Jim. It's his twin brother, Tim. Yeah, I'm Tim. Using his account, I can win. No, only one win per account. Sorry, Tim. And uh, Antoinette has shared a lovely link here for South African National Parks, the official website, something great to check out too. Uh, Linda is saying, we hope to have, we, we have to have some hope sorry, of travel at some point. Uh, Indeed, that's how I feel. It it depends if it's your thing. I mean, travel is my thing. You probably wouldn't guess that, but uh, same as you, Linda. I'm just hoping, just hoping. Ross Brown is saying, currently got plans to go to Blackpool in August for World Dance Masters, and also hoping it won't be long until I can go to Lanarkshire in Scotland. Ah, a lot of my heritage is from Lanarkshire. I have some family on my mum's side, who is my non-Scottish parent, but uh, she has a lot of Scottish heritage too. Are you ready for the first question great explorer quiz answers in the chat room I think this one is quite an easy one so question number one to what was Marco Polo referring to when he talked about black stones that gave out heat and remained a light all night I'm going to repeat that question. To what was Marco Polo referring to when he talked about black stones in inverted commas that gave out heat and remained alight all night? Answers in the chat room while we listen to this next song while we're talking about stones or black stones. This one is a dance called Rolling Stone, choreographed by Niels Paulsen. <laughs>
9: I made a lot of mistakes, yeah Guess I've been in my own way But I gotta do what it takes now Got me feeling like I missed my time Got me feeling like I'm lost I'll be facing all my demons now I got my eyes on the roll, love oh, I'm gonna do right by you,
4: love
9: oh, hey. Cause I- in hey. The tightrope, yeah. I've been dancing with the ghost. Can't nobody take me on my zone. I gotta walk until I get there, yeah. One step at a time. Tell my baby I'll be coming home. I got my eyes on the road, Lord. Oh, I'm gonna do right by you, Lord. Cause I got a feeling in my bones, in my bones Place, no, we ain't gonna walk alone. So we can take a leap of faith, see the moment, find a place. We ain't gonna walk alone, cause I got a feeling in my bones, in my bones. Yeah, baby, I gotta move like a rolling stone, rolling stone. Yeah, baby, I got a feeling in my bones, in my bones. Me Ain't nobody gonna hold me now I gotta feel it now
2: that one it's a great tune very powerful kind of funky tune there by Ray Dalton uh so we are doing the great explorer quiz of course you're welcome to play everybody even if you uh, don't win and it's going to be fine this week because we have only three answers in the chat room for this one and uh, one is Suzanne well your pack's already on your way to you so you can't win this week and the other is Ross and Joan so good luck guys. Uh, Linda Lee is saying absolutely love Rolling Stone the track is great. All right I'm going to ask you your second question uh, and Cole was the right answer of course uh, uh, what Marco Polo was referring to when he talked about black stones that gave out heat and remained a light all night. really interesting fact there so question number two guys Paddington Bear was born in which South American country? Paddington Bear was born in which South American country? You'll know this if you've watched the Paddington movies, of course you will and uh, talking of bears, this next dance is called Don't Be Cruel and Teddy Bear by uh, Yoo Hee Yoon it's choreographed by, have a listen to this one
6: Found. sitting the alone If you can't come around, at least please telephone Don't be cruel to your heart that's true Baby, if I made you mad, for something I might have said Please let's forget the past, the future looks right ahead Two. Teddy bear, oh let me be, be. your teddy bear. I just wanna be your teddy
2: bear. Oh, I like that one. Don't be cruel and Teddy bear, sung by Guylaine Tangway and choreographed by Yu He Yoon. Because we are talking about bears. We are talking about Paddington Bear. My second question today, ladies and gentlemen Paddington Bear was born in which South American country? Well, if I said if you've seen the movie, you'll know this country I always associate with Paddington Bear. Oh, guinea pigs it is the place where they they eat guinea pigs um, and have guinea pig farms which is not such a nice association but apparently they taste very delicious I'm um, not sure if I try it or not Uh, so let's just see answers in the chat room Peru Peru and some great Paddington gifs Uh, Ross says fairly sure it's Peru Peru Suriati Peru Uh, indeed it is guys spot on with that question all right are you ready for your next question I'm gonna play two songs back-to-back while you have a think on this one and to make it easier I'm gonna make it multiple choice now listen this is fastest finger first so When I give a multiple choice one, your best bet would be to just type a place, to just type the first thing that comes into your head and hope it's right. So, Genghis Khan is considered the founding father of which country? Mm. Genghis Khan is considered the founding father of which country? Here's your multiple choice answers. Is it China, Russia or Mongolia? China, Russia or Mongolia Guess one of the three in the chat room I'm going to play two back-to-back um, I don't have any songs I can think of That associate with Genghis Khan But I do have a Chaka Khan track This is a Scott Blevins choreography
4: gotta drive, gotta drive, got a
2: my It's called Nobody But
4: sure should mean that you can't take me home No Boy, I might be petite, but I'm you snacks Yeah i mm-hmm.
2: one's a John Robinson choreography really nice track there Okay, so last question was Genghis Khan is considered the founding father of which country the answer of course was Mongolia so many right answers in the chat room well done guys to win the prize you had to get the right answer for coal the right answer for Peru and the right answer for Mongolia but be the fastest and that person is you Mr Ross Brown so I will send you a pack in the post if you send me your address at the end of the show and congratulations remember You can all play along, even if you can't win. Again, Uh, Suzanne is saying uh, Mongoli. I'm just playing along. Fantastic. Of course, when the packs go, I think we'll keep playing just for fun anyway, because I I enjoy these questions. I'm learning new things all the time. Um, Linda Lee is saying, "Has anybody read the five books on Genghis Khan? Fascinating. Can't remember the author. If you remember, let me know, Linda. That sounds right up my street. Although I never get much time for reading these days. Uh, Great, great fun with this quiz, guys. Um, I'm going to play you another quick track here this one is called the Others, On the Other Side choreographed by Maggie and Gary it's a bit of Nathan Carter
5: on the other side the sun it always shines there's no minutes No hours, there's no such thing as time Where the streets are paved with gold And you never grow old On the other side On the other side Everybody sings There's miles and miles of flowers And lots of pretty things The sky is a perfect blue And everything looks brand new On the other side Well, I've never been to heaven I didn't know what it was like But God let me have a glimpse In my dream last night i could see you smiling you were looking right at me and for the first time in a long time on your face i saw some peace and i knew everything was gonna be all right on the other side side Do you ever see me cry? Do you know how much I miss you? Wish I could have said goodbye Just one more I love you Where Am I really getting through On the other side Well I've never felt I saw some peace And I knew everything Was gonna be alright No more tears No more sad goodbye
2: You lovely about Nathan Carter's voice in the on the other side love it love it love it oh thanks Nathan that's fantastic okay I'm gonna be quick guys cuz I'm gonna rush off because at 12 you have Ross Brown taking you around the world and I'm going to hand you over to him, and I have a lot to say. So, firstly, I just want to talk about next week's show. Next week is my fiftieth anniversary. It's my fiftieth show. I can't believe it. It's just flown past. So next week is going to be a lot of facts about language. Now, uh, many people know that this is my love language. I have gone back to university to study linguistics, and I am loving it. I've signed up for six whole years of my life because I'm meant to be doing it part time, but it still seems to take up so much time. But I want to share a little bit of this love with you. So we're going to talk about cultures and language and a little bit of what I do on my course, actually. Um, and it's kind of like a birthday celebration to me. So I really hope you'll join me for next week's show. If you have any language facts, in the meantime, share them with me, uh, especially if you speak different languages. It would be fun to know about this. Um, Ross Brown was our great Explorer winner this week. Um, he's just sent me a message and he says, very... Um, it's, it's very good of you to say this, Ross. He said, because he is an LDR DJ, he doesn't feel it is fair for him to take the prize. Very gallant. I think gallant is the word I'm looking for, Ross. Um, so thank you. He has offered it out to the runner up and that is Lady Joan Ord. Uh, so Joan, you are today's winner. I will send that out to you. Um, Ross has offered that prize up to you and so uh, send me your address and I will get that to you as soon as possible Um, I did want to finish off in the Balearics today, I was wanting to talk about um, just which would be the best islands I've done a little bit of research um, on which would be the better to go to out of Menorca, Mallorca, Formentera and Ibiza, they all had different things going for them, I'll just give you the short story, Menorca was the best all around, Um, I don't have time to go into it this week but we will be back next week with lots more fun lots more to do um i am going to imagine myself on that beach in the balearics for now as i leave you and i am going to leave you with this track it is a dance choreographed by song he lee and it is called woman on the beach thank you so much guys stay with us for ross up next and for some great shows coming on ldr this weekend i will see you this time next week that's my doorbell it must be time to go here we go
4: They have been the
0: Join Julie aboard the Euroline here on Line Dancer Radio. Celebrating the many talented European choreographers and their dances. Check the weekly schedule for departure times.